That's the queen of soul, baby. Yeah, man. The one and only, Miss Aretha Franklin. Miss Aretha Franklin. Aretha Louise. There will never be another. <laughs> never no. be another. That's the queen. I love Jump To It. Mm. Man. Jump To It is your vibes. It's the vibes we own today. It's, it's all about the queen. It's I'm all about queen. Aretha. We got, we, I guess, two queens. Two. Yeah. Two, two dope queens. queens. Two, two queens. Another two dope queens Two episode? dope queens. <laughs> two dope queens. <laughs> two dope queens in a pod? I don't know. <laughs> two, 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 two queens, one pod. <laughs> two queens, one pod. Now, uh, now this is the real talk, though, this is two queens. Because we have we have the the the, the, the supreme queen, mm. which is Aretha. Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin. But she's being portrayed by queen. another queen, Queen Jennifer Hudson. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is amazing. We just yeah, we're we're getting some of the best guests. Some of the best, kind of the best guests. Welcome to State of Black Music. State of Black Music. State of Black Music. Another week. This is a special bonus episode. Yeah, man. A bonus <laughs> episode. So, yeah, man. Bonus episode. Billionaire here. Claude Kelly, right here. Chuck Harmony is in the building. Timon Bacon is here. What's going on? State of Black Music. Yeah, man. So despite all the crazy things, we, we got to see a cool, cool, cool movie. We did. Mm-hmm. We did. The movie, we're talking about the Respect movie. Yeah. Uh, the biopic on Aretha Franklin, executive produced by the incomparable Jennifer Hudson. Yes. And what's so crazy is that, Phil, you got to talk to Jennifer about the movie after the after the premiere. It after, was insane. I was just like, okay, now first of all, y'all ditched me. <laughs> y'all just, I, you know, y'all thought I like. I, so y'all, this is the thing. Oh, God. Y'all know I don't really like dealing with a lot of people. Claude, Chuck, and Timon are normally the better out and about, and they love the whole live studio audience <laughs> thing. And so I would, they would ask me to do this thing one on one. But I want to tell you, I was so nervous without my co-host. So it was so good though. But, it, good. but having y'all yeah. there in the building, the support was great. I know yeah. Timon was busy doing Stella Award stuff, but you know, Chuck and Claude. <laughs> yeah, we, we were, were in, in the, the building. building. And, we, and let, let us just say, we were proud of our co-host. Very Thorne. proud. It was a wow. great, great yeah. interview. Her. You great look good, day. brother. You yeah, look good man. Well, geez. Well, the next time y'all on, go on, do it on your Lester Holt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I, told him, I told him I was I'm on my Ed Gordon. <laughs> on your Ed Gordon. Ed Gordon. For sure. TJ Holmes. <laughs> no, okay, but but just to give y'all a play of events. What happened was that we we all met to watch um this amazing movie, Respect. Mm. And then when the movie was over, Phil came out and surprised the audience with a beautiful interview with the star of the movie, Miss Jennifer Hudson, which I think everyone was pretty like blown away by that. Yeah. Because, I mean, first of all, we've been locked away for so long that to see a a, a real star pop pop out from behind the scenes and talk about this work was crazy. Let's talk about the movie first. Can we talk about the the movie? The movie, like, I because I was really curious after the Nat Geo genius film that Cynthia Erivo starred in. I was like, what can they do in respect? Like, what take is it? Like, what's, but I have to say, I was very pleased, very impressed. I thought, you know, I loved, uh, What's my brother Marlon Wayans and the characters so Ted good. and so good. Uh, uh, um, our boy uh, Forrest Whitaker, Forrest Whitaker, Black Penta. <laughs> um, nah, he. I mean, he's he's good in everything, but I I feel like the casting for this one was better than than the than the genius Aretha one. Mm-hmm. Um, Jennifer Hudson was made to play this. Role. Oh yeah, Aretha made the right decision by asking her to do it before she passed yeah. away. 
That's so cool to have her blessing. Us. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because imagine not having Rita's blessing and trying to do a movie about right. her. I'd be a little worried. Yeah. But um, Jennifer Hudson's been amazing since she broke out in the scene with Dreamgirls, right? I just watched Dreamgirls. Which That's is, so by the good. way, top five, one of my favorite black movies. It's just so solid. But then to watch her growth, because I was like, I was really watching her face mm. and watching how she really became, the way she spoke, the way mm-hmm. she walked. Um, the pain on her face. It was so good. Mm-hmm. Like, so good. Oscar worthy good. That's my opinion. And real singing too. Real, real singing. singing. Real, real singing. singing. Wow. Well, without further ado, let's jump into the conversation with Miss Jennifer Hudson. Ain't no way I'm still blown away. Like I can, I can see it over and over again. So we have the pleasure not only to have the first public screening of Respect. We have the star of the film with us this evening. So it's t- she got too many awards, but I'm gonna just celebrate a few of them. NAACP Image Award, give it up for them. People's Choice, BET Award winner, Golden Globe. She's a multi-Grammy Award winner. Uh, Time Magazine says she was one of the most 100 uh, uh, most influential people in the world in 2020. And she's also an Oscar winner. Oscar, can we say that? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, stand on your feet, make some noise for the star of respect, the incomparable Miss Jennifer Hudson. Just make some noise. Y'all gonna make me cry. Thank you. Wow. So welcome, Jennifer. Welcome to Nashville. That's Thank how we you. do out here. That was a lovely welcome. Thank you so much. Wow. So I know Aretha, when you saw Aretha years ago in New York, she told you this was going to be your next Oscar. Is that, is that an accurate statement? I just want to make sure I read this. So I just want to make sure that's accurate. Yes, that's she said she's going to win an Oscar for playing me, right? I was like, man, I, I, man, I, 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 nothing else came out of my mouth. I it honestly did. I mean, I was sitting at the table with Aretha Franklin. And then she said, are you shy? Somebody was like, well, I am sitting at the table with the queen of soul, Aretha Franklin. Yeah. So exp- uh, take us back to, because I think back to American Idol, 2004, I want to say, and, and you actually did songs from Aretha on the show. My audition song for American Idol was, wait, Share Your Love With Me was my audition song, and my Idol tour song when we went on tour was Since You Been Gone, Sweet Baby Since You Been Gone, which I got to do in the film. Okay. A fan, okay. No, I can say. Let's just be clear, okay. So take us back to when Aretha, that moment when you actually she had talked to you about starring as her in the, in the biopic. Like, what was that conversation, that feeling? What, like, just take us back there. Um. Well, the first of all, our first conversation was 15 years ago. Um. It was right after Dreamgirls, the whole run, and at the time there was no script. It was just a meeting, and that was my dream as well. Like. After coming off of Dreamgirls, I was like, well, what is your dream role? And I'm like, well, I would love to play Aretha Franklin. Mm. I don't know if she heard that 
or where it came from. But then after that, we had our first meeting about it. And again, at the time, there was no script. Um, and we just, because you have a lot of meetings in the industry where your agent has set you up with different people. So it's, I don't know if it was that. I had no idea, but I knew I was in the table with Aretha Franklin. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Legend. The queen, and, and the anybody's ever met Aretha, very intimidating. Right? Yes. I mean, but sweet. But sweet. Nice gowns is what comes to mind. Nice gowns. Yeah. Yes. Did not give you much of anything. Yeah. Yeah. You knew you were in the presence of royalty and the queen and... And you better have known how to behave, Absolutely. you know, that Absolutely. type of thing. Like, yeah. yes, ma'am. Yeah. That's that. So this film, <laughs> I, I want to also highlight that this film was directed by Liesl Tommy. Yes. An amazing, uh, the, the first woman of color to be nominated for Best Director of a Play in a Tony Award uh, fame, you know, uh, project. So I want to make sure we acknowledge Liesl. Um, and this, this is also her first feature film. But there, I also read that there were a number of black filmmakers and screenwriters and and others involved in the film, and you're an executive producer. First time. First yes. time. I'm, thank you. Give it up. Give it up. Talk yeah. about that as an as an executive producer. How was this part of the journey? How was this? Um, I felt as though it helped me be a little bit more hands on because most projects you're, you're the talent, you're the actor, and that's just that. But in this, it allowed me to be a little bit more involved and have more of a say so. And and I think for me, that's more due to because it's so it's more than just another project, but it's personal to me, you know? And so it helped me be a part of it in that way, um, which is why I think it was necessary and helpful. State of black music. So I've been, and this is in a healthy way, Jennifer, I've been stalking you the last couple of days because I knew I would see you. So I wanted to just kind of, I've been reading a lot of, of all things press and, and, and I saw you were at the Fame Studios in Alabama, Muscle Shoals, yes. just within the last 48 hours, yes. where Aretha penned some of the most iconic songs. How do I know that? How do I know oh that? My but, God. but everyone, what were some of the songs I'm looking at that were recorded Never Loved a Man. Never loved I, don't a man. Know, I don't need do a right card, woman. honey. Do, do right, right woman. woman. Yeah. Yes. If you wanna do To go there. What it feel like just oh to be in God. that same it, room? It felt spiritual. You could feel it. It almost felt like a church. Like you could feel it in the air. You could feel like the air of the legends, the greats. And to sit and look at the pictures, like I live for stuff like that. So to be right. there, to hear the stories, to look around the the space, and then the way they had the room set up. It's so weird to have recreated these moments. I'm still trying to figure out, but then go to the actual place. Yeah. What is that? You know what I mean. So it was. It it made it even more uh, um, a great experience, I guess. You know, to be able to be in that space and to know she was there. Damn. Yeah. You did your great singing in this movie. Thank you. Would y'all agree? She, she did I do okay? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And, Thank you. And was there, uh, did I read accurately that every performance, every take was live? Was yes. I, I, I wanted, as an actor, to experience it the way she did in life. So, or, because when you're acting, it's not, it's not Jennifer Hudson, the singer. I'm not doing a radio record. Now the music is a narrative. It's a part of the story. It's storytelling. 
and you're recreating moments. So this it, this is where the executive producer came in. And it's like, no, back during Dream Girls, I didn't have a say-so. Okay, Jennifer sang the songs, that's going to be that. But this is like, no, can we experience it in real time the way she did? So like anything that was a live performance, she sang it live, well, we're going to sing it live. Wow. Church sing, did, was she live? Open the doors of the church. You can't recreate that. You have to let it be what it is. So to be able to allow at least some of my church background or my background to come in in that way to say, like, it, to make it that much more authentic. And then some of the records, where that was treated like records in the film, okay, well, we're going to record it like a record because I want it to feel real. I like real things, you know? So you, you can't really match a vocal or emotion to a vocal that you recorded, but when the scene requires you as an actor to be emotional, well, when I recorded, I was happy. Mm. But then you want me to put um, emotion to this and they may not go together. So if I can do it in the moment, it could be all one. And that's how she lived it, so that's how I want it recreated. Amazing. Yeah. I just I said every single take live. I just can't imagine. That's incredible. <laughs> That's. Do you have a favorite song of Aretha to perform? Do you have a favorite? Is there such thing? That is the hardest question. I told you I'm a fan. Okay. First of all, I fought for "Ain't No Way" to be in the film. I said, "Ain't no way." Right. Ain't no way had to be in this film. Okay. Um. Now hold on. What'd you say? Favorite what? Your favorite song for you that you perform, it could be in the film, or just a favorite Aretha song. Oh, God, this is If so you had to pick one. One? Well, we'll get Wait. Man, this is the hardest thing. Okay, okay, okay. I know y'all ain't got all day. Okay, okay. Um, see, I like all the king's horses. What you know about that? Is all the king's horses all the king's men? Okay, I love all the King's horses. I love Oh Me, Oh My. I told you I was a fan. I love uh, Ain't No Way. My good favorite karaoke song is Never Loved a Man. Um, I, sorry, I could go okay. on and on. Okay. That's to narrow down to a few, okay? And luckily, I already knew majority of the material. It was very few songs I didn't know. Really? Yeah. Oh, and I love I'm Losing You. This bitter earth, accentuate the positive. These are some of the new ones that I didn't ne necessarily know before that I love now. I okay. Okay. What's right. so, up? You, you want to got one more? Okay. Now I'm going to the gospel side. Mary, don't you weep? Oh, come on now. You got it. That's that's the why we didn't do that. Oh, and then I sit back and be like, oh, we didn't finish that. Uh, okay. I'm gonna shut up. Jennifer, before you came out, the song Here I Am was playing in the end credit right after Aretha's amazing Natural Woman performance. And I was telling the audience that you co-wrote this song. I did. You did. Yeah. Uh, with uh, the incredible Carol King, who wrote Natural Woman. Yes. And uh, Jamie, am I missing Jamie? Uh, Jamie Hartman. Jamie Hartman. Will I Am. And Will I Am produced it. Yes. Take us back. What like what was the inspiration? Because it starts out with like this gospel flavor. <laughs> and it's just. That's why I had to tip up in there right there. Okay, so you open the doors of the church, you know? And, and that to, that's another thing where I was like, everything in this, at the end of the day, her base was the church. Mm. No matter what genre she ventured off to, 
the base with the church, no matter what song you listen to. Even if you think about respect on the R-E-S-P-E-C, dun, dun. That's like church signifying, dun, dun, like her father preaching. So you feel the elements of the gospel throughout everything that she did, no matter what genre it was. And so it's important to keep that undertone to everything. So that's where the beginning of Singing My Way Home, Here I Am, Singing My Way Home came from. Carol King came in and we did everything over Zoom. And she's like, Really, over Zoom? Over Zoom? I mean, come on, it was a pandemic. <laughs> we had no choice. Yeah, so <laughs> okay. So it was over Zoom and she wrote we had a conversation because obviously she had her experience and you know with her mm-hmm. and then the bit of mind that I've had and then knowing what the film the base of the film was about and we like discussed those things. And that's where the heart of the song came from. And the introduction of it, which is singing my way home. Like I always say, no matter what I'm doing, I'm oh, I say I'm singing my way home. And you can't tell me Aretha didn't sing her way home. Yeah. She sang every to time her last breath. So I thought nothing could be more fitting. And then the the gospel in it is also my roots, you know, from the church. And I felt it would be so powerful to take it to the base the way we came up. But, I mean, speaking of the church and gospel, as you said, I mean, that was such an important part in the foundation of Aretha. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's a similar path when I think about you and your journey and just music playing such a big part, but also gospel. Right. Can you speak about just gospel and the influence on, on, on the church and what it's been and what it means to you? It's everything to me. <laughs> everything. And everything I do, my faith, God, I would not have been able to be here to do this. Wow. I haven't even, wouldn't even gotten this far without it. You know, so as my mother said, I'm a woman of faith and I wouldn't be here without it. So that is the base and the premise of it. That's where I come from. That's my roots. And I don't ever want to part from it. From it. I say, Lord, if you don't go, I don't want to go. So, um, okay. you know, so that's just who I am. State of black music. And I got to say in the film, despite all of the obstacles and challenges that Aretha went through, there was still, Seth and I were talking about it, just it was such a sense of joy that was, you know, you still felt from her just in her performance and her singing. Like, what is, can you speak about Aretha's joy? Didn't you feel it was infectious? It's just, it was. Yeah, I mean, I think that's part of the connection that has always connected in, to others um, or even inspired everyone. It's that joy, that unspeakable joy, no matter what, that is rooted in our faith. You know what I mean? That has carried her and again, has inspired all of us. And to me, that is the power in this, to see someone that we hold in such high regard go through life things and still prevail and make it through it. Nothing but God, nothing but faith could bring you through it. You know what I mean? And you can't help but to be inspired by that. And I feel as though, I mean, I can't speak for her, but I can only speak from what I perceive it to be, you know? Or even know it to be for myself, and it, and that's rooted in in that faith, you know. So the film it was captured over fifty three days between New York and Atlanta, right before COVID. Everybody, so this was done. When pre- I say right before, yeah, in the nick of time. Literally, I, said, I, heard, I read two weeks before COVID, the lockdown, or like maybe a little under two weeks. So, Hold okay. on, let me think about that. <laughs> it was it was it was close. Okay. We wrapped just in time. So tell us about some of your fond memories from the set and just filming oh my god everything first of all the cast the crew when i say everybody 
who was a part of that production was there out of love and respect. It was a passion project for everyone. Everybody put their hearts in it. It was not a single soul that was there that didn't want to be there. It was, it was really, so it was a celebration. And everybody took it seriously and, and treasured it and knew what they were there to do and was, you know, there for. So we had the best time. Like, it was so enjoyable. We really enjoyed each other's company. We appreciated what we were doing and we knew, you know, what we were there to do. Yeah, amazing performances. I mean, the Forrest Whitaker is Reverend C.L. Franklin. Yes. I was scared watching it at first. He so was I said, amazing. Uh, he was amazing, though, but it scared <laughs> me in some so moments. And, and and then I uh, think about Marlon Wayans Marlon. as Ted. As Ted. Yes. Uh, Marlon played that role he as Ted. He did. Yeah. Mary J. Blige just dying up, like got up and turning tables. I didn't know what was happening. Like She was awesome. Don't but forget about Skye. The baby, the young Aretha. Yes, no, she was incredible. Wasn't she amazing? And she played uh, a, a young Tina Turner as well. Bro. I she, said, well, she, what I'm going to do after you done bebop the bop? <laughs> hey, <laughs> ain't nothing to do. So amazing. But such a great cast. But like, was there, I mean, again, I know it was a lot happening, but just was it like something funny that happened that you remember? Just in, like in between? I'm just curious, like a fun Ooh, moment you, that you can share. Fun? Oh, you testing my brain. I mean, it was so much. I can't pick one thing. Uh, oh, you got me there. Y'all didn't do no pranks on set? <laughs> Walter, where you at, didn't we? You don't no remember pranks, any Walter? pranks? No pranks. Okay. I'll think about it. Okay, if think I about think it. If I think of I'll let you know. I need my cast members to help me out. R-E-S-B-C-T, find out what it means to me. So what did you think, is it about the actual song Respect as to why it continues to just resonate with people to this day? Because when you hear it, I listen to it on a car ride here, and the song still just, like, what do you think it is about Respect, the song? Um, I think it's so much under it. Like, think of the time in which it was done, the era that it was done, the fact that it was done, wait, taken from a man, done by a woman in a time like, come on, y'all. <laughs> In a time like that, it gives it so much meaning, substance, and power. Um, and it was, it's a, a real sentiment or statement and real things people can relate to. And it's so empowering, again, when you consider, like being the actress to play this, uh, being a fan, listening to the song. We already respected the song, we already loved the song. But when you go and do your research, and think of the time that she was in, being a woman, being bold enough to sing a song like that and take it from a man, make it an anthem that would represent so much and mean so much to us as women and the cost to be able to do something like that, it can't be nothing but empowering, you know what I mean? So it gave it, it that's to me is the power of films to give the undertone and the story and the narrative of what was going on during that time and the cost of it. Like, that's a bold statement. If we sang it today, it wouldn't mean as much. But to do that, to be a black woman, and to do that in a time like that, and for it to have that type of presence, it couldn't help but to impact the people, yeah. you know? Yeah. And that's why, along with the gift, along with her anointing, so it can't help but to leave an everlasting impact on everyone. I, wow. I, at least that's my gathering no, so far. I love that. State of black music. 
So I want to talk about just because the film itself, I mean, it looks incredible, but the hair, the makeup, the wardrobe, that yes. team, I want to give a round of applause for that team. Because <laughs> Jennifer, in some moments, I thought, literally, I'm like, oh, this is this is not Aretha. I mean, like, the, <laughs> from the wigs to the gowns to everything, just the wardrobe, they everything. They outdid themselves. For real. Yes. Who, who, who are these people? Only thing like, they didn't give me was the purse to walk out on the stage yeah. with it and put it on the piano. Aretha, man. <laughs> That's the only part I forgot, baby. Like, give me that purse. Okay, but Clint Ramos yeah. <laughs> did the costume. Okay. Lawrence David, Lawrence David, how I say his name? Davis. I call him sh um, Season Salt. But anyway, <laughs> and Stevie, what's Stevie's last name? You don't know. Stevie. Anyway, Stevie did makeup, okay. Lawrence did hair, and Clint did the wardrobe. And the wardrobe alone. Yeah. I mean,. Just what was that? I'm just the process of even just that. I mean, they were spot on with every look. Spot on. And and initially the fitting was 83 different looks. Now it ended up being 50, I believe. So he had more to give you is what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> okay? <laughs> it, it was just beautifully done. It really was. State of black music. We're going to wrap up. I just, but I, in closing, I, I want to, just talk about, remind everybody, August 13th, Respect in Theaters. We're going to all get on social media because you're allowed to turn your phones back on now and, and, and go on Instagram, Facebook, et cetera. But also the soundtrack is also out that same day with some amazing okay. songs. So I just want to make sure everybody knew that film, soundtrack, film, soundtrack. soundtrack. You, you want both. You want both. Yes. And the, and the soundtrack, out in addition to Here I Am, it's also music from the film, correct? Yes. So Here I Am is the only original song. The only, I think so. I done did so much singing, baby. I don't know. That's what <laughs> I'm looking at you, Walter, is that right? Idiots. Walter, is that? Okay. Yes. Walter's Walter? Only, yes. Okay. Is that right? Okay. Yes. So, but what, what do you want people to take away? August 13th, they leave the theaters. What do you want the takeaway to be after they see Respect? I, when I was filming, I would say, we all have a respect for Miss Franklin. But once you get done watching the film, I want everyone to have a newfound respect for her. I'll leave it at that. Wow. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Jennifer Hudson. Thank y'all so much. Aw. State of black music. Now that was a good conversation. Amazing. See, yeah, Phil, like, see you, you killed You were that. born to man, do this. Man. Come on, Philly. Yo, come on, man. I'm just trying to do my part, man. Make sure I just earn my keep over here. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure I earn my 25% over here. Can I tell you what I just learned that you didn't know? What I, what I learned from that interview was that I knew she was going to sing good, but I didn't realize that she was singing live. Every take. Yeah. Every take. Yeah. Every single take. That's crazy. That's crazy. And then when you hear it, you're like, yo, it's like. It was perfection. Perfect. Yeah. It was perfection. So there, there's, there's, for those of you who understand, like normally with movies, you lip sync to a, a studio controlled recording that you do for the movie so that you know there's no, there's no strange factors when you're filming it. So it's a whole extra level to dress and become Aretha Franklin and then sing her songs. And she's in the original keys um, live for the film that will live on forever. That's a whole nother level of bold and, and excellence. She got a whole other level of respect for me for that. That's crazy. Respect. The film is in theaters right now, everywhere. And the soundtrack is available on all digital service platforms. State of Black Music. Phil, the verdict's in. 
You did a good job. No great gowns. Great no great gowns. No, <laughs> no great gowns. <laughs> <laughs> you were not great gowns tonight. Today, you, that was that was Shout good. Shout out to Aretha Franklin. For yeah. sure. For yeah. sure. For Thank sure. you to Jennifer Hudson. It was so cool. I never, you know, really formally met Jennifer. I met her in passing quickly over the years, so it was super cool. But thank you, Jennifer. Thank you, United Artists, the film company, MGM, everybody, Epic Records, and um, yeah, it was a good conversation. So thank you to my co-hosts for of your course. support. Yes. Of course. And. Yeah, this is a great bonus episode. Maybe we'll do more bonuses. I like this. Little little flashes of information. Love it. Follow us on all social, State of Black Music podcast. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Subscribe. We're on YouTube. We're everywhere that you can get a podcast. We love your support. We got a lot more coming. And follow the National Museum of African American Music at The Namam yeah. mm-hmm. on IG and Twitter. Yeah. And uh, thank you to our friends at Visit Music City. For the love. Cha-ching. Until next time. Peace. Peace. We out of here. No.